wild times. Yeah. All right. We are back. It is episode number 66 of The Wild Times, the greatest show on the air. Welcome, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Great. Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Recep. Nick, are you drinking something? Cheers. Out over there. I heard this what was, was a thing. I got oh, my he's white got a claw. claw. He's got a claw. <laughs> hey, match me. Black cherry. This is like oh, my fourth one I've ever had in my life. That's very, welcome. That's very about strange. how many you should have. Yeah. Period. Well, this is the Wild Times. If you're joining us for the first time, the greatest show on the air. I'm your host, Forrest Galante, the broologist, the one and only, the guy who chases animals around, diddles them occasionally, <laughs> you know, sees what happens. Yeah. Joining me tonight, the most wonderful, the most fantastic, the most lovely, Patrick DeLuca. He is <sighs> the producer. How are you, Patrick? I'm good. Why are you staring into the camera like that? Just well, trying to be a good host. S- okay. Yeah, yeah I'm good, man. Yeah. Thanks, dude. You look good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's important. He keeps looking at the Very camera. Important. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> all right. And as always, the the PhD in podcasting, the professor, Mr. Retep. What's up, Retep? What's up, fellas? Happy to be here in this very complicated technical setup studio with a remote guest on Riverside and in studio. We're combining the best of both worlds. Happy to be here. Happy to have a fucking white claw. Hey, cheers. Claws and, all uh, Somehow I got so. the Coors Seltzer, <laughs> yeah, which is, seltzer. this is not good. <laughs> and happy to have uh, Nick on and Will at the helm again. WT Willie is back. He's at the helm. But let me introduce our guests. Guesta, singular, the yep. one and only, the guy that I introduce as my more handsome, slightly shorter best friend, the guy that uh, is... <laughs> A rate professional race car driver, professional jerk hole, Mr. Nick Mancuso. <laughs> How are you, Nick? Hello, hello. I have uh, no qualifications to be on here and no idea how this works. Uh, as a really good friend of Forrest, I hadn't listened to any until he invited me to come on. I was yep. like, oh, shit. Neither have I. Out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so I did about 10 minutes of research last night. <clears throat> I'm ready to roll. Yeah. Nick, how, would, how long have we known each other? Whew. Uh, probably longer than almost anyone you've had on this podcast, if I had to guess, which would be 12 or 13 years. We're getting old. It's quite a long time. Nick sent, Nick sent some while. pictures over to me, and I mean, in one of them, you look like you're maybe 12. You're maybe 12. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you sit down? You've um, gone through many stages of, of fat, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys high school friends, or are we talking college? First week of freshman year of college. Got it. Okay. Nice. All right. So, so you've been on a couple adventures together, y'alls. Would you say that, Nick? Would you say we've been on some adventures? Uh, Forrest has almost gotten me killed more than anyone I know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that seems to be a reoccurring theme on this podcast. I would imagine. Anytime we have a guest on, it's always like, yeah, I was on a boat with Forrest. We were in the middle of the ocean and almost capsized. And he was like, yeah. let's let's just try and too. yeah, <laughs> Nick. So you're are you a real life race car driver? Or is that just what you tell chicks? Although I saw you were wearing a wedding ring, so maybe yeah, maybe. it's a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> she doesn't care at all about it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, sp- I joke with my buddies that I'm a retired race car driver. <laughs> Um, but I spent basically 10 years as a professional driver. Um, I started late when I was 18. Long story short, just went on this kind of really quick ladder. That's late. Um, 
and racing is a whole thing, right? And I can answer any questions and we can talk as much or a little about it, but like, it's so different from how most people think it works, right? It's, you know, mainly like a business. Um, so it's all about money and sponsorship really? and all that. Hmm. So I raced in small series, medium series. And you were doing really Formula One, right? So like, you were doing uh, Formula American One as opposed to NASCAR? And then, I, okay. yeah, so there's like three main types, right? There's sports cars, like cars that look like what you see on the street, just really fast, and they run 24 hours a Daytona, Le Mans, things like that. There's stock car, which only Americans care about, right. NASCAR. And then there's open wheel, which is like Formula One <laughs> and uh, IndyCar. So F1's the biggest worldwide. IndyCar's the biggest in the U.S. And then actually after the Netflix show, Drive to Survive, uh, F1 is actually climbing the ranks uh, in the U.S. in terms of popularity. But I did one year of open wheel, but most of my time was in sports car. How the fuck do you get into that, man? <laughs> like, yeah. were you just, were you the best go-kart driver when you were a kid? And I then... smoked him on the go-kart track once. True I story. I in a go-kart. He knows it's that true, That doesn't too. sound true. Yeah. I'll have to really think about it, that. We one. went to, we went. Yeah, but, like, I, okay. I wanted to be a professional baseball player and <laughs> thought I was going to be. Right. But you realize you have zero hand-eye coordination. But, and dude, by the time you close I was, your eyes when yeah. someone throws a ball at you. Yeah. No, by the time I was twelve, I was just like, "It's not in the cards. I'm the fifth best player on my little league team." <laughs> but how do you? You don't drive till you're sixteen. So how do you even? It's and how question. the fuck is eighteen a late start? It's a good question. Yeah. So I started. So my dad was a pro racer actually back in the seventies. Like back when the drivers were fat and the tires were skinny and now it's the other way around. Um, (laughs) And so I grew up kind of watching it, but just not really doing it. And my dad had kind of tapered off by the time I was getting older. And so did a race here and there. And I just didn't think much about it. And then when I was 18, my brother was racing and he's uh, older than me. And I just knew there's no way that I can't be faster than him. And he was like top three guy in the country. So I was like, if he's that good, I'd be top two. So then... I got on the same type right. of car he was driving <laughs> and actually got to learn a lot yeah. from him. Um, these little tiny cars called Sports 2000s, 150 horsepower, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it'd be faster around the track than any Ferrari you can pick. Um, wow, Just because it weighs 1,100 pounds, you know, and has downforce and brakes and all those things. So I got into that, which is basically like a really big go-kart. Um, but right. most people actually start in karting. So when I did my first, that was in 2006, and then my first pro season was in 08. And I was uh, picked up through a Volkswagen program, actually. You'd submit a video. You'd take a five-minute video and uh, send it in. They basically held a contest, like, want to be a pro driver. And they had a million-plus applicants, right? All the uh, no shit. baseball dreamers and stuff. And then they, uh, <laughs> they picked from that, I forget, a couple hundred, brought us out to Arizona and had, like, a full-on shootout. So you go through fitness testing, media tests, um, you were in a go-kart, they put you in a race car and they do all these like different kind of pressure tests. And then they pick from that 35. So as one of the 35, so you still had to come up with some sponsorship to do it, but a series that would normally cost like half a million to run, you only had to pick up like 50 grand and Volkswagen did all the rest. So that's the big barrier Crazy. in racing is it's so expensive. So not right. just anyone can say, oh yeah, I'd want to try that. You know, that's right. the problem. So you're probably not getting the best of the best, not, right? You're not picking a lot from of like inner a, city youth involved in the old no. Ferrari race car championships nope. for some reason. I, I I don't know why. There must be all skiing. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're yeah little. they're all skiing and snowboarding. Yeah, they're all at Vail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that must be yeah, why. Or yeah. golfing. Yeah, yes. there's there's definitely a handful of those sports that are just a lot <laughs> of fucking barrier to entry. Uh, well, 
as interesting as that is, this is a podcast about wildlife. And oh, I met yeah. Nick Mancuso. We were freshmen in college, okay? We were the only two freshmen. This is how nerdy we were, contrary to our rugged good looks. Um, we both yeah. petitioned to take an upper division class, a.k.a. herpetology, study of snakes and amphibians, reptiles yeah, and amphibians. Herpes? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, uh, and <laughs> neither of favorite. us read the emails that were sent out on the first day to say that the first uh, like lab session or class session was canceled. So I walked into a hall of like you know 70 seats and saw one douchey-looking kid in a pink shirt with puka shells in the front left corner. And, and it so wasn't I, you? After was, you no, just no, I was, left? I was the other one in puka <laughs> Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. And, uh, I just saw that in the mirror. And, and like, I puka went, bros! I went high right, and he was low left. And after 20 minutes of sitting there looking cool, this was back before the days of smartphones you could stare at, he goes, yeah. hey, bro, I don't think anybody else is coming. And I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, probably not. Hey, bro. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, I think the rest was history. But, uh, yeah, Nick and I have known each other a long time. Like, real weirdos. We used to spend our spring breaks in college. Everybody was going to... Ha- so, we... we Jesus Christ. I mean, Nick and I spent literally every single day hanging out for four years after yeah. that, which was disgusting. But wait, 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 wait. Everyone else was doing what on spring breaks? They were going to Lake Havasu do? or Vegas or stuff that normal kids do. Nick and I were going camping in the Amazon and getting wasted and, and spending time <laughs> overlanding and doing all kinds of fun. Oh, my God. Is Nick trip. the guy who beat up the machete, dude? No, that's oh. Mike. That's Mike. No, Mike, oh, okay. Mike would be a terrible podcast guest. He's incredibly monotone. <laughs> okay. but, um, he was but incredibly violent. But, but Nick was on that trip. It was Nick, Nick yeah. Mike, and I on that trip. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Nick, what do you got to dig into here? So on this show, we like to talk about how a regal, handsome, attractive, tall, you know, athletic I am. You got anything no. to contribute no, to any of that? You kind of said it all, but yeah, <laughs> I'd almost like to start from the beginning and, and finish for a story. So we sat there in this big hall awkwardly, then started talking. I mistakenly thought he was super cool because he was from Africa. And like two snake guys, we just talked snakes. Yeah. And that was kind of it. We're like, so what have, what have you yeah. thought? That's you got code. any African yeah. rock pythons? <laughs> nice. So then we, from there, we actually went on like a, a full blown kind of man date. Um, we were like, so do you want to like go over? <laughs> yeah, we did. And <laughs> the next day, Dude, this, we got this is the beginning of a love story, <laughs> legit. It yeah. Oh, it, it gets even more romantic. We climb into his old uh, shitty pickup <laughs> truck. Yeah, this green Ford. We drive up just somewhere random yep. into the mountains, just us. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited. Um, yeah. And then, anyway, we've all just seen the movie. Walking. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snakeback Mountain. So then we, we just start hiking and looking for stuff, and we don't know. <laughs> Forrest, Forrest won't probably like to admit when other people do cool things, but we were just walking, and then this, what's called a striped racer, super, super fast snake in California, just goes bolting by. And, you know, 90% of the time you see those, it's like, oh, there it goes. True. And then I just went for it, fully laid out, launched through the air, into the bush, thought thought that was it, and then I just came back out, kind of bloodied up, and pull up the snake, and that was one force. I could see him outwardly gushing, and just, he really fell for me. That <laughs> you knew, Forrest. I actually think my balls dropped at that moment. I was a late bloomer, like, yeah. it hadn't happened to me, right. and it happened, and I was just like, oh, God, okay, that's, that's Was my vertically the only way your genitalia was uh, dropping that day? As opposed I mean, to horizontally? Well, his... 
the I get what he's saying. He's genitalia. asking if I got a boner. Yeah, and if I did, yeah. I tucked yeah. it into my waistband. Too like complicated? Any, like any... a gentleman. Yeah, like switch a gentleman. Yourself, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, is that a striped no, racer? Uh, Patrick, Patrick keeps looking at the camera and doing weird things. Uh, it's part of my shtick, man. It's part of your stick. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, so that is, that is very accurate. Nick did exactly that. I was highly impressed. Also, I'd caught hundreds <laughs> of them and never never bothered to do that maneuver. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, Nick, do you have any uh, do you have any pets? Do you have any like lizards or snakes or anything now? Like Forrest has about seventeen of them. Yeah, so now I actually have two what are called Brazilian rainbow boas, um, and they're actually the type of snake. I think you pull up a picture here that even if people don't like snakes, they look at them and they're like. It's fucking beautiful. I hate snakes. Dude, those are sick. Good looking snake. Yeah, it's like they're they're just cool. They don't get that big. They're not that intimidating, right? They're five or six feet. They're stunning. But so if you look at their scales, they have this like iridescent. Yours are assholes. uh, They bite. Puddle. Ah, they're not too bad. I have. I've had worse. But and they breed, which is probably why Forrest jealous. (laughs) He can't breed any of his snakes, and these things keep spitting out babies. I I can't get my snakes to breed. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, get them horny, mates. You gotta get in there, give them a little champagne. You know, box of chocolates. Dude, you do what I did freshman year in college, which is blast Rage Against the Machine. (laughs) Really, Rage Against. That's that's the key. Into the snake tank for your dates. Not like once they were back in the room. Yeah. Got it. I thought it would work. It, it didn't. It didn't, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks don't love Rage Against, I've heard. They're like a good rom-com. Just pop on a rom-com in front of the snake tank. Okay. A little yeah, champagne. I'll definitely box not try of chocolates, that, thank you. Rose yeah. petals. Rose petals, huh? <laughs> anyway, so... volume rage. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, Nick, we have a ton of uh, Herp uh, listeners... Because we do get yeah. a disproportionate amount of questions on the live about uh, Herp. I'm we sure. do a lot. So what is the key, since you've been breeding snakes since you were knee-high to a grasshopper, man, what is the key to getting your snakes to breed? Like, what do you have to do? It's a good question. So, because when I started, I was like a, like 12, right? And so back then, the internet wasn't much of a thing. If it was, it was AOL dial-up and whatever, right? So you'd have books, and you'd have to read about it. Um, and it depends on the types of snakes, right? So right. some are just like, if you keep two like, you know, red tail bows together or whatever, you're just going to like have babies. Some snakes just bone down. Some snakes just are much yeah. more particular. So like I had green tree pythons. That was kind of my big claim to fame back in the day. It's still my favorite snake. Um, okay. They're just, they're gorgeous. They spend like 95% of the, their time in the trees. They're just cool. But they come from Papua New Guinea and you have to basically like, try to exactly replicate their climate to induce the the mood basically so with that you know you would set up basically like nighttime (laughs) temperature drops right so if you're keeping them at like 85 during the day or whatever you would cut it starting in a certain time of year when the days are naturally getting shorter you cut the lights off earlier drop the temps maybe 10 or 15 degrees at night instead of nothing start uh like misting the cage a bunch just basically yeah there you go kind of recreate what happens in papua new guinea during the winter and then you come out of that cycle and they're just rearing to go, right? And you can tell. Like, if you've got a male, yeah. you keep them separate. <laughs> and if you've got a male and he can tell that female, female's there, he's just like... <laughs> he's like, the weather's just eating. right. Mm. Yeah, he's like... Yeah. This is- <laughs> it's, dude, it's like, it's like going to Cabo and, you know, like you're, you're 19 and you have a couple margaritas. It's hot out. Everybody's yeah. in a bikini. The weather's yeah. just right, you know? Yeah. The just vibe's rain. there. Dude, it's as a my, total like, party. Yeah. As my good friend Owen once said, summer is the sexiest season. It is strange. <laughs> Straight yeah, up, dude. Straight up. <laughs> uh, and then winter comes, and you're like, ah, what have I done? Now I'm stuck. Well, nobody wants, and so, so you'll like this. But Peter's from Chicago, by the way, Nick. Um, nice. So Ritep 
yeah. So Nick lives in Chicago. Oh, you do? Nice. Um, I didn't know that. Forrest's favorite place. Yeah. I, I, it's all, all jokes aside, I went there three times. I was like, this is the greatest city in the world. Everybody should live here. Ah, it's, it's And then wonderful. I went for New Year's Eve, and I'll never go back. Yeah. Yep. Dude, Why? Chicago in the oh, summer. For the, for the winter. Is I went awesome. three times in the summer. I was like, this is the greatest city I've ever been to. Like, I, yeah. I could live here tomorrow. I love it here. Then I yeah. went once for New Year's Eve for four days, and I was like, I'll never go back, ever. Yeah. I'll, I'll never step foot there ever again. Forrest showed up, and his first question, he's looking around, and he's genuinely, he wasn't even cracking a joke. We're driving through the city, he's looking like this, it's kind of quiet, and he's like, where are all the fat people? <laughs> and I was like, Straight what up. do you mean? It's like, he's like, where? Blessed. Yeah, he's like, I thought this was going to be like cornfields and like... Are you nuts? Overalls. <laughs> yes, I am, but that had nothing to do with no, my man. impression of Chicago. Yeah, like Chicago, <laughs> though, is is the architecture... They call it America's biggest little city because there's so many little neighborhoods yeah. that are everywhere. They do. Okay. No, dude, Chicago's amazing. No, it's The way great. that I look at it... I mean, granted, it's in the news every fucking weekend because yep. there's a big uh, problem... With crime right Someone's now. Someone's getting shot, yeah. No, hundreds of yeah. people are getting oh, shot yeah. every weekend. Every, every day. But, yeah, but uh, that's the south side of Chicago. It's different on the Nick north side. Nick and I, I'm going to have Dude, Nick tell you so about the story. Though. We drove his Miata through the south side of Chicago in a minute. But um, <laughs> Oh, my but God. But, dude, it's the food, man. <laughs> two, two white the food guys. food and the people. Like you, driving through the south side of, of Bro, Chicago okay, so in a Miata. No, it wasn't a Miata. What were we in? Were you, were you in your Xterra, Nick? I don't even remember. We were coming back. Do you remember this? Do you know what I'm talking we're about? We are coming back from a... Yeah, we're coming back from a camping we're trip back in from Southern, Southern Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm so, wearing like, big fucking aviators yeah, in a tank top. Nick has got a pink bandana on. Swear to God, this is exactly what I was picturing. We're listening when you to said John it. Mayer, <laughs> yeah. John Mayer with the windows Dude. down on like good volume. Like other people should hear our I'm music. Like Cicero kind of and Ogden or some <laughs> yeah. shit. I don't know where we are. Nick might know. And yeah. we pull into a gas, like, and it literally goes pawn shop, bail shop, gun shop, liquor store. Like over and over Conjure. and over, and I'm like, this is not a good place. And we we're we're out of gas. We're yeah. out of gas. We have to stop. Oh it's no! It's probably like I've had a gun in my mouth, and I was more scared at the gas station in Chicago. Yikes! Yeah. Let's hear about rough, that story but later. But yeah, <laughs> there were like a lot. There's a lot of homoerotic undertones of Force and that story. But we were coming out of like seven days of camping or whatever. True. Gross and dirty and. Uh, I both, we we're both wearing stupid hats. I believe we both still had like gigantic knives on our belts, because um, that's something you do when you're like oh yeah, ages God. fourteen to like twenty six. Whenever you go camping or hiking, like you just put yeah, because yeah, like, you big. saw Crocodile Dundee do it. Oh, right. a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. and I definitely more. don't still do that on TV. <laughs> no. <laughs> and as you realize, it's just this yeah. is not yeah. practical at all. Yeah. It's got a little capsule on the back. You can no. dump out like a compass and a starter match and. <laughs> I think oh, I think those things were basically like our saving grace. We got out, and I just fueled up the truck. I knew this was suspect. There were probably like forty people at the gas station. Which why? there were so many people and loitering. There were so, so many. many. Yeah, it's like any Seven Eleven in LA. All just terrifying. looking at us. Yeah, and I of think course. they just didn't know what to make of us. And we just looked like we were crazier than anyone else that was there. And yeah, so that's true. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally avoided. <laughs> Yeah. I told the story, uh, I think it was on the Patreon AMA, but about how I was down there and I got in a car accident, uh, you know, on the south side of Chicago. And man, like, it's it's not a comfortable feeling to be walking around there exposed when there's literally groups 
coordinated groups of people selling drugs on it's every very corner. very scary place. Like, it, it's wild down there, man. It really is. Oh, and it has been since I've lived there. There's something, though, about the Midwest and the people. Like, you know, when you come to L.A., very few of your friends are people who grew up in L.A. Yeah. I, I don't have any friends from California. <laughs> right. It's the weirdest thing. I've lived None. here for a fucking, geez, 16, 17 years. And the, uh, most of my crew is either people, well, four of them are from my hometown, Oswego. Yeah. <laughs> and then either people from Minnesota or Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, dude. Dude, because, I mean, They're let just me tell not you. Douchebags. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, dude, Nick, totally. When I first came out here. <laughs> oh, boy. You, you opened up for no, when I first here. When I first, <laughs> nah, it'll be quick, but yeah. when I first came out here, it was, you know, it was rough, man, because you go, around. yeah, a bunch of, bunch of douchebags running around. You go <laughs> sit, sit at a bar. In Chicago, you go to a bar, and you, you sit down, and you just naturally fall into a conversation about, with somebody, maybe about something that's on TV, sports, whatever, anything. The bartender, then they hop in. Snow. Out here, everybody's like, what do you do? Like, like, what can what you, do you do for me? It's like, what do you do? I don't want to talk yeah. about my fucking job every every two seconds, and that's all it was when you get how out. It's all anybody knows well, how to talk about. Especially your job, you're a you're a podcast producer. That's not impressive. No, <laughs> ten years ago, I mean, it's it's in everybody's in the industry. They want to talk model. about it, but in Chicago, it's mu- people from people. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to like. I'm not bashing on people from LA. There's actually, you know, like but that's exactly what you're doing. No, but all my Very friends, so. it's just all the people from different areas tend to gravitate towards each other. Like I met Pat and I hated him when I first met him. Oh, yeah. He's very just, unlikable. I was his boss. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like I he was walking by in the parking lot and I gave like a nod and a what's up. He literally saw it, looked at me put his head down and like just kept walking as if like just a total a fuck play. you. That's a power. But then play. dude, yeah. now we've been friends for like a decade yeah. and right. it's, it's be- proximity to Canada because where yeah. I grew up, even though it was in New York, <laughs> we're right up against Canada, okay. Minnesota and Chicago. I feel like people who are close to Canada, just across that just band better people or, or just better get along with each other. Oh, there's, 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 down. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Real quick though, Nick, ask me what I do. Pretend we just met at a bar. Hey, Pat, what do you do, bro? I race Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, he wants people to ask yeah. what he does. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so now, much Nick, better. Nick, Nick, he fits do, in better out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you come in with that, Nick? Like, have you ever just straight up been like, yeah, I'm a race car driver? Or is it something you kind of you put to the side until you get into it? Yeah, I like to ease my way into that. Because he's from Chicago. He's not a douchebag. Right. <laughs> I was in the sports world. <laughs> not the LA answer. They literally carry around their racing license, which you literally only need to get into the track, and you barely need it then. <laughs> and it's in my gear bag like a normal person, and I know guys <laughs> that carry it in their wallets, and they'll be to at the bar like, oops, yes. oh, uh, looking for my credit card. Is that my... Yeah. Sometimes I carry my gym membership card around just on a necklace when I go to the bar. That adds up. (laughs) Well, dude, when you are in L.A. and people do inevitably ask that a lot, I don't don't say I'm in entertainment. I don't even – I don't say Uh, I'm a producer anymore because after many, many years, if you say I'm a producer, then they go – 
oh, uh, like anything I would have seen. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a very, it's like very snarky and almost derogatory because they're expecting the answer right. To, right. to be like, well, you know. I did the short film and blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. They, yeah. They, then you're like, yeah, I produced Whale Wars, bitch. Yeah. Like, Mike yeah, drop and walk lie. out. Well, yeah. it's like, <laughs> no, he did produce Whale say, Wars. did Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? seriously. Yeah. So I just go, oh, no, nah, I don't work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about I made it. Some, I made some smart investments. I haven't worked in about two decades. Yeah. That's I'm a 30. way dude here. I bought the first thousand Bitcoin. Smart. The yeah, first one thousand. It actually seemed like a terrible investment at the time, but hey, it Nick, worked out. Nick, what is... Uh, so we have been to the Caribbean together. We've been to Central America. We can talk about my uh, my party in Central America if you like, which was wow, what a sure. mess. Um, we we've been to the Amazon together. We've been to Africa together. What's your what's your most standout memory of something ridiculous that we did? It's got to be Africa, because um, that was just the most okay. Forest I thought you were going to say the Amazon. Ever. Uh, maybe it's like a Tell us about moment, it. Go which on. we should definitely chat about. But Africa is, is <laughs> such a unique place. Like, it's so different from anywhere else in the world. And That's for sure. Forrest was on his uh, spoiled kid around the world trip after college. Yeah. Um, yep. Which <laughs> Heard he about it. That's right. Blah, blah, blah. But some <laughs> tradition. And, <laughs> you know, went it. to like 60 countries or whatever. Yep. And got super fat, and I've got just awesome pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. touch into hey, that. Nick, All thank he, he you. Ate his way around the world. That's <laughs> what we were waiting for. Well, it was like a food tour. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we got a few uh, pictures of forest faces. Uh, he of came fat. back. We might have to take a quick detour because I'm a real a yo-yo dieter, boys. Okay, so my <laughs> my wife now, a girlfriend at the time, and really only like three month girlfriend at the time, right? So like, still kind of new, still trying to impress her, right? And I'm, like, trying to talk up this guy, and I'm like, yeah, and we're just in Africa, and, like, he's so cool, and he's from Zimbabwe, and blah, blah, and we do, and she knew all the trips we did, and this and that, and I'm like, he's, I just basically, the, the like, gist of the story was just, like, Forrest is cool, like, you'll love him, like, trying to, I don't know, maybe and Forrest And she it. does love me, by the way. And I hadn't, unfortunately, <laughs> well, she thinks Forrest is one sir? of the funniest people ever. I am pretty funny. Uh, it drives me nuts. <laughs> but so, eye roll. I talked this guy up more than I've ever talked <laughs> Anyone up in my life? And it's I'm, a hard we're waiting sell. in our Patrick apartment in Chicago. <laughs> we're in this this downtown. We're in this apartment on the 33rd floor downtown Chicago. Everything's kind of like swanky, and this motherfucker walks in like lo- looking Ooh, like a lice. He just got back from this round the world trip. He was probably 45 <laughs> pounds heavier than he's ever been. It's true. He bought some clothes. Oh, 45 and <laughs> he decided that for his first intro, he would be dressed from head to toe sure. like a fucking genie. All silk, turquoise, and gold, <laughs> pants. Just Are you serious? His hair, true, was, his hair was basically I traded all my shoulders. clothes in Thailand. And it, it was just it like was the to record my shoulders. Went, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Yeah, of course. Meet Forrest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After you had hyped him up. Too. And I was oh, fat. it's yeah. great. I was not 45 pounds heavier. I was like maybe 25 pounds heavier. I had this silk ensemble that I had traded. I th- there's, I'm so glad there is no picture of this. Uh, I had traded all sad. my clothes on my last stop. I think it was in Istanbul for like local drab. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm cultured now. I'm yeah. traveled. I've done it. Like I'm gonna be that guy in you know leather sandals with the what? with the silk ordeal with hair down yeah. to his shoulders. That's how I. So show you had up. hair to your shoulders. Hair as to well? my shoulders, bro. Long. What, what was your facial hair situation? None. Oh, it's a bad look. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, 
There is a photo. It's terrible. It's a bad look. I think I think I sent it to Will if we can pull it up because it's like it's worse than whatever you're picturing right now. Oh my god, (laughs) dude! Uh, And this chick stuck around. And she married you. She, she loves scare me, her by off. the way. I'm, I'm not kidding. It was kidding. great, because then I wasn't like I tried. I'm not like, this guy's not taking anyone's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's a good play. <laughs> Where'd you guys go in Africa? Which countries? Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe. Oh, nice, yeah. dude. <laughs> it was fun. Was he came cool. by. We went on a safari. Yeah, we went and saw elephants and caught cobras, and we had a and good so time. And so I say it's just like, it's just the most forest-type trip, because... I, it's hard to talk when he's moving around all these countries, right? And so I just kind of booked a flight to Zimbabwe. I'm like, all right, I'm in Harare. I hope he's here. He's at the airport, so it doesn't <laughs> work out. Like most of forest trips, there's like everything can go wrong, usually does, and then just works out. And yep. then uh, so we're driving back to like one of his old friend's house because he's, he's from there. And uh, I'm like, so what's the plan? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, okay, I just flew around the world. Um, time's kind of <laughs> limited. Like, what are we doing? He's like, uh, we should probably get a car. I'm like, all right, okay. Uh, right. <laughs> we probably I should. I don't know. This is going. <laughs> and so we just basically, like, we spent four days basically doing what should have just taken, like, an hour and a half if you planned ahead sure. a little bit. You know, basically <laughs> driving around, finding cars. True. I apologize I want to say we ended up this. buying a car. I think we did. Um, I crashed it. I remember SUV. that much. Yeah, I remember you hit a tree. And then we tried to pop it out using, like, uh, 550 paracord, thinking we could, like, MacGyver it. And we just snapped a bunch of cords and almost hurt ourselves. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. And then the, yeah, the first thing yeah, we no, do go well. is we then drive to um, a river safari camp, oh, middle of nowhere, a place called Mana Pools. A guy had just gotten murked by a lion, like, four days before we go there. So my mom was thrilled. And... Uh, we drive up there to Jeez. basically his his uh, mommy used to have a, a, a partnership with this guy in the safari camp, so he just let us go and stay. But we drive, I don't know, 10 hours yep. or whatever to get there. And we get in there, and I'm like, okay, so where do we go? And Ford's like, I don't know, just, we'll just drive around. I'm like, okay, it's like thousands of actors <laughs> or whatever, just open, full-on wilderness. Africa style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, even supposed lions, to elephants, be out. Everything's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and they don't even want you out at night, right? So we're just driving yep. through this game park off-road in this who knows how good SUV fucking mm-hmm. hyenas are everywhere. <laughs> oh man, just oh. screeching. Oh yeah. Yeah. God, and then what an you're not supposed yeah. to be out. And so after about an hour of driving, we're getting ready to basically sleep in the car. We see another pair of headlights and we're like, oh shit. I mean, are these game wardens? Are these poachers? I don't know. This car pulls up and this guy goes, Fory. <laughs> this guy's named Stretch. who was like the six, seven African bush guide. And exactly oh, the guy yeah. we're looking for. And so it's like, oh, come follow me. He was the other guy out yep. kind of breaking the rules. <laughs> All and, this uh, this so sounds like the up, adventures of a video game right now. 100%. Yeah, you're just walking around, like, see who you wander into, and it changes the course of your trip. Um, but then we end up going to this, like, awesome <laughs> safari camp right on this river. 20 minutes later, we're sitting by a campfire, and a big-ass bull elephant walks between us, basically, and the fire 10 feet away. And that was the first thing that wow. shocked me. I was like, I know a lot about animals, and I didn't hear this thing until it was literally 15 feet behind me. And I'm like, it's a fucking elephant, and just walked through this forest that I would have a hard wow. time like navigating. And it, I didn't hear a thing. Yeah. Wait, how does how do they do that for us? So they have super soft pads on the bottom of their feet. 
People always think like an elephant's coming through the bush, you're going to hear it a mile away. Right. Just like Nick described, they are so nimble and so agile, they move silently through huge amounts of bush, thick, dense bush. You would sound wow. like you were fucking shaking marimbas running through sure. that thing. Sure, right. Yeah. And an right. elephant pops up, like Nick said, 15 feet behind you. You have no idea. It's amazing sure. that they're capable. That is, that's real. nuts. Yeah. yeah. And then this thing literally walks between us and a, a fire. And uh, so I was like 20, 25 feet maybe from this thing. And the the main guy stretch, he's just like hold still, you know, kind of quiet, but you can hear him. He's got the super deep voice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love your impression of stretch, us. by the way. Good guy. Oh, I've got one. <laughs> I've got another one of them too. If we tell the hippo story, so then he walks. <laughs> yeah, the we fire, should. That's an important story. Across the fire, and then I you, you can't see him anymore because he kind of went down this cliff, and then you just hear him get in the water, and he just swims across the Zambezi River, and I was like, that was pretty fucking cool. And I've been <laughs> yeah, here for like cool. out in Africa for basically a day, and I just saw like yeah. ten things that would kill me, and like <laughs> it's just that's Africa, it is the, the most unique place you can ever go. Uh, before you get into the hippo story, which I do want to come back, I, there's a picture that Nick sent me. If you want to switch to this, Pat, Uh-oh. that I I mean I need to know the story behind. I don't want. Uh, I don't see it on my screen yet. I'm hoping it's behind it's us, behind you. Oh, he oh, can't boy. see it. <laughs> Nick can can't you see it, it Nick? Nick no, I can't see. It's can the you iceberg. Yeah. Okay, oh, will. Alaska? It's Alaska, yeah. Naked. Well, no. Let's be clear. Forrest is naked. Nick is very appropriately Maintaining dressed. Right. With right. a Speedo. He's wearing my Speedo. Yeah. True story. That is his Speedo. <laughs> the look on and Nick's that, face, you are horrified here, and it's great. Every story we tell, we just get a little bit gayer. Well, I can tell that, that both... Both guys in the room here are very interested. Imagine in if we just brought these pictures up and then didn't talk about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I can see Patrick on. is very interested in a lot of what's going on here. Yeah. 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 So, Nick, why don't you good reason. It looks very cool. cold. So, I, like a normal person, have my bachelor party in basically remote places of Alaska. Because, uh, so Forrest and I and our, our buddies Adam and Jordan and all these guys from college, right, we just constantly try to one-up each other, not only if we're at the bar, but also with our trips and with our weddings and with yeah. our bachelor parties. So yeah. Forrest went to 100%. Costa Rica, he had to go <laughs> Ever, further than Atlanta, you know, Alaska. So anyways, there's, you know, 50 yep. stories from that, <laughs> including um, the fact that I land and Forrest hands me a cup that just says, I love vagina. I was like, all right, it's a large solo cup. With <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about figures. that. I'm in I a public place and he goes... He said something like, oh, okay, so-and-so used this on their bachelor party, and it hasn't been washed, and you can't wash, and that's the only rule, and you have to drink out of it the entire trip. And I was like, no, oh, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we do it. That's and, how we do I things. mean, even on that trip, there was I think, vomit and beer and uh, caviar uh, and all sorts of stuff in that cup. But so <laughs> oh, one of the things that made me yeah, do, God. the I'd second we left the airport. You love doing because, that shit. I do. As you guys may know, too, because Forrest probably talks about every 30 seconds, he's a big rugby guy. Which I find a lot of. Yep. Uh, no, I've never. I've never. Up. Never Does he play rugby? I've never a brought it up. Yeah. No. <laughs> a lot of bros are. So, one of the things that rugby guys do because they're so tough <laughs> is they don't take normal shots at the bar, right? They do uh, tequila suicides. Yeah, and I've never heard of that. <laughs> and what? Oh, is oh yeah, the tequila is. suicide. Do you guys know tequila yep. suicide? No, but I assume no. Nick's going to tell okay, us. Nick's going to yeah. tell you. Yeah, you, it's very good. We'll it's, do one tonight. Yeah, so Perfect. it's a shot of tequila, it's a little bit of salt, and it's a lime. So, okay. kind of like you probably had it before, yeah. except yeah. You, you take, take it out of your salt. friend's asshole? 
You snort it up your nose. No! You take snort the, the line shot. You take the shot of tequila, uh-huh. then you take the yep. lime, and you hold open your eye, and you squeeze the no. lime straight yep. into your eye. Tequila no. suicide. Nobody's Line of salt, shot of tequila, lime in the eye. Listen, yep. I'll watch you. We're doing it tonight. No. We're doing no it chance. tonight. I didn't yep. think it was a real <laughs> thing. And we're it's not. Probably 25 of them. <laughs> 20. Wait, so let me ask you this. Does the lime hurt How when it goes in your lime? eye? I would imagine it does. Oh, my God. The lime was the worst part. I thought, to be honest... I was pussing out on the salt because I've never done cocaine or any of that stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be so weird. Like, it's going to just go in my brain. But, and that was a big deal. I was like, huh, yeah. all right. right. Yeah. Maybe I should do cocaine. Yep. Um, but yeah. so then. That's the lesson. I took the, and then I did the lime. And I think on my first one, too, I did it. And it's burning. And Forrest is like, nah, bro. And he takes it from me and holds my eye open and jams it in my eye. I think like I did that. I think I'm going to go home after the session yeah, tonight. It I turns can't stick red around like for that. any of this. <laughs> this this is how he shows love. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. So that's literally the first seven minutes of my bachelor party. But to jump forward probably two days. <laughs> the first yeah. seven. We went uh, we went ice climbing. Yep. Because um, again, just a couple nice. insecure guys. We have to just do the most extreme possible. How do we, I love how do we this guy. show everybody how insecure we are? Let's go ice climbing. Yeah. <laughs> and then squeeze but lime even, in our eye. Yep, yep, yep. Even that, I mean, just tell me to speed up if you want. But we get in, we like, we stay in this little island off, then we're camping. And we link up with these guys that are going to take us ice climbing. And there's like, we're, there's 11 of us just growing out. And we get, we pile into this like 15 passenger van. And there's these two like very innocent, like probably Canadian women sitting oh, up front. Yeah. And they're like 55. And then there's us, and we're just <laughs> rowdy already. Yeah. And this guy pokes his head in the van. He goes, excuse me, ladies, we have um, another car going to a different part. Um, would you like to go in that one? And they're like, oh, that would be nice. Yeah. And they leave. He pops his head back in. He's like, I got rid of those fucking bitches. Let's go, boys. <laughs> Slams the door on the van. <laughs> what are you doing, man? They sound lovely. And then he hops up, tr- up front. This other guy hops in. They're both probably so stoned. He takes yeah, an eight they were track. So stoned. I've n- only heard of an eight track player, and he jams it into the front of this thing. Yep. And it only plays one song, which is a song by Clarence Carter called "Stroken." Yep. And it That's is right. unbelievable. Yeah. And it's they just all ass speed to this glacier. They literally drove off about a three foot drop in this van. Yep. And like slid sideways into a parking spot, and they're like, "All right, let's go." I'm like perfect. <laughs> so I said, "Take me to the most dangerous place that you can." like commonsensically take 11 people have never done this before and they were like fuck yeah (laughs) so (laughs) we hike like way out on the glacier and these guys go out they basically free climb this crazy glacier so that they can put up the guide ropes and i mean this i don't know 150 foot wall maybe it's just almost straight up and uh i think i sent pictures if not i can send them after i was trying to find one they tie these ropes and then they um basically set up like a blaze system and you do it and you just Everybody sucks at it. I think four yeah. might have been the only ones to actually make it. We up were to the, the only top. ones that made it to the top, and we raced to the top. And we also only yeah. d- we were the only two that double picket. Remember, we went with the double ice pick yep. strategy. Yeah, yep. smart. Smart men, fucking been. doing manly things. That's right. Well, I, I I was I had a weird thought about this the other day, thinking about the first time I went up a glacier. It is you can't comprehend how slippery it is. It's a it's totally different no. kind of slippery than crazy. ice that would just happen yep. during winter. It's not even the same fucking substance. 100%. Which leads me to that the photo. Uh, so after climbing, we're hiking back, and we see just a giant lake, basically. And 
So Forrest and I are trying to basically rally the troops. We're like, all right, let's fucking go in there. Let's get fucking wild. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, <laughs> you guys are idiots. Like, and these are our yeah. friends who Every, are idiots. By, by the way, to be clear, everybody else at the bachelor party hated Nick and I. And it of was course. his bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they we're, were just like, fuck those two. Like, they keep making us do stupid yeah. shit. Like, we, were on our, we came our to drink. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, on our own level. Them along. <laughs> so these guys were like, no, you guys are kidding, right? You're coming. They're like, absolutely not. Like, that water is as cold as water can be. It's sitting yep. completely surrounded on ice. Yep. And so we're like, all right, let's go. And Forrest and I start walking. The guys are like, whoa, 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 man. Like, let me put in a guideline. And Forrest and I are like, fuck it, we're good. And the guy's like, that's eh, the one place I got to draw the line. And it's like, yeah. all right. He's like, you're going to so die he takes in his there. Ice pick. <laughs> yeah, takes his ice pick, jams it in the ice. He ties just a rope and just chucks it into the water. Thank God. And so Forrest and I go walking out, and I'm kind of strutting, peacocking, and then I just go, wham! And both my feet basically go over my head, because it's the slickest surface I've ever felt. Yeah. Bam, on my ass. Forrest is laughing. He starts falling. We both basically, it goes from about 18 inches deep to like four and a half feet, five feet deep or more, and we just drop in up to our face, basically, in what so cold. is as cold as you can and that's, imagine. And that's you know, what this picture is right here. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's uh, just a okay. polar plunge on steroids. And what happened to, uh, to uh, Forrest's pet shorts? He's asking why I'm The naked. same thing that happens, yeah. oh, to any time. I mean, th- within days of meeting Forrest, <laughs> I'd seen his genitalia. That's yeah, just that's true. Well, Forrest we know is that. naked more yeah. than any man or woman I've ever met. It's true. Um, yeah, it's true. And so he <laughs> just, accurate. he didn't even question it. He just stripped straight down. And I was yep. like, uh... I'm with like my brother and my brother-in-law. I'm like, my, yeah, I'm gonna both like, brother-in-laws, hide my both penis brother-in-laws, a little bit. Yeah, yeah both of them. Yeah, my, my penis so just a little bit. I at least kept a little bit of coverage. But if you can see in that picture, actually, we basically we wouldn't have died, right? But like, we would not have gotten out of that water very fast without yep. that, because you can see how deep it goes to how shallow instantaneously yep. yeah. in like yeah. pure ice. Yep. If oh. that guide rope that they forced us to put there was not there, it would have been real bad. I mean, Forrest's hand could be gone and you wouldn't see anything, right? This was yep. 32.1 right. degree water. And <laughs> if that guide rope and wasn't on a hot sitting day, right next to different. us, yeah. <laughs> you would have just seen him and I like two sad seals trying to get out of this. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what we would have done. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just crawled out, and everyone's like, you're still idiots. And we're like, wasn't that bad? Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. It was chill. Time yeah. for a suicide tequila <laughs> shot. Dude, su- tequila mm-hmm. suicide. You're doing one tonight, Peter. Zero. Dude, warm me right well, real quick, I, I, I've been kind of chomping at the bit all week to talk about something that was in the news. I don't want to do a ton of news this okay. time. No, but I, I, I'm, It's fun. So Billy Weigel, who's a, a great broster, sent this article in. Okay. It's your fucking worst nightmare. It's the thing, the urban legend that you've heard your whole life come true. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. listening. So when I was a kid, there was an urban legend that like alligators like could come, like little tiny baby alligators could come into your toilet. Yeah. Come up from the sewer. Yeah. Like C-U-M? But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So a 65 year old man sat down on the toilet at 6 a.m. for his morning constitution. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This is in Austria. Austria? Austria, not Australia. Or Australia. That sounds like Australia. The home of Schwarzenegger. Nope, Austria. He's got it right. He sits down, all of a sudden, searing pain in his testicles. Looks down. Looks looks down. (laughs) Starfish? Sees the head of a five and a half foot long python. Oh, come on. 
that had climbed into his toilet from the sewer. Come on. Legit. He called. After a a bit of time, a a reptile guy comes. He has a a five-and-a-half-foot python. His neighbor had reported that 11 of his his snakes had gotten loose, climbed into the sewer, up through the fucking pipes, into the toilet, Bit him in the testicles. Nails the guy's nutsack. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is. You this know when is... you can feel someone else's pain? Yes. Yeah. Just, this like, is one I of those got times. Bit in the sack by a python. It is one of those things that you're like terrified of whenever you use the bathroom when you're out camping. You know how An they have those, yeah, yeah, the ones that don't have any running water. Yeah. Right. It's. I'm just like, well, I I gotta do it. But I mean, what are the snakes doing if they're hanging out in there? Do they like like they're just looking for testicles? Dude. That's, just, that's what they're doing. It's a big part of their diet. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so look, snakes escape. Py- it depends on the species of python. Nick, what do you think that is? is that a carpet python? It's tiny right there. It looks like a carpet python to me. Now, is it python or python? Because I've always if wondered. If you're from this Australia, forest. or if you're from Zimbabwe and you've had a few drinks and you're at the bar trying to impress some ladies, yep, and you say python and brew. That's right. Um, the python. python. Yeah, high eye. <laughs> My girlfriend just always calls it out when you say it. She's like, oh, Forrest with the python again. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing yeah. it. So you're asking, how does this happen? I'm saying, I think it's a carpet python. Nick agrees. Um, it, you know, gets out from someone's house. They like water. They, they just do. Heads into something wet, nice and warm. Decides it needs to go up, as snakes like to do to climb. Sure enough, crawl, crawls into a nice dark toilet bowl. It's relatively warm. It's in someone's house, you know, sitting in strike position, looking for that frog, and in comes this big googly-eyed frog that's dangling right in front of his <laughs> yeah. eyes. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. things happen. And yeah. Man, well, if I jumped off the toilet, though, and five-foot of snake came with me, <laughs> whew, yeah. I wouldn't like that. I don't no. care much for that idea. Well, let me ask you this. You guys know a lot about snakes. What's a five-foot python bite going to feel like? It's not good. It's not good when it's on your hand. Yeah, on your hand, you're still maybe getting some stitches. Okay. Okay, on your testicles, it's it's looking like a paper shredder. It's not good. So they basically have like hundreds and hundreds of teeth. They have four rows of teeth on the top, two rows of teeth on the bottom. And those teeth are hard to listen to. to Just not let go of things. So they're curved back like this. So they go into the testy, and they don't want to come out of the testy. So I'm sure he went. <laughs> it's, it's which is the worst it. thing you can do. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. pull back. You don't want to pull. In fact, you want to push forward. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, this thing's attached to you too. And I know I always ask you this, Forrest, but what do you do? What, what do you do? How do you get it off? See, what, the what do problem you do? is you always ask me this, like as though I've sat on a toilet and had a python latched to my testicles. What would you um, do? As all right, I'm no, asking. okay. How about this? It's yeah. not on your testicles. You're you take your friends and they have a toddler out. Okay. This is T- toddler starts continue. screaming and it's got a five and a half foot carpet python uh, stuck to its His arm. Testicles? Okay. What's the best way to get it out and do the least damage? <laughs> Nick and I have been in situations where we're tackling very large pythons and one guy is holding the head while the other guy unwraps the snake from around mm-hmm. your body before it gets a chance to get down. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the short answer is you cut the head off of the snake. Now, we'd never want to do that. Right. Sure. And you don't always just have a machete on hand, especially when you're out with your toddler. Right. So, you know, <laughs> best thing you can do is keep that snake straight because it's not the bite mm. that's going to kill you. It's the reticulation sure. that's right, right. going to kill you. So you want to keep it from coiling up. So once you've done that, how do you get it to get the mouth off? Yeah, so then you want to basically get them behind the head 
And because of what I was talking about with the teeth being backwards, you want to almost try and push them forward. Like if you're oh, taking like a fish hook push out forward. and yeah. then kind of pull away. Yep. And then if that stuff. doesn't work, and I had snakes that that just wouldn't work on, um, you dump, dunk them in some water. That, that sucker is going to have to breathe at yep. some point. So if you got a couple minutes Hold to them spare, underwater until they need to breathe. Let go. So you're basically holding the toddler's arm in the water. Yeah. Nick's a wealth of information here. People that might have a toddler attacked by a python, someone's going to survive because of this. 100%. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do, save someone's I life. do like that the instruction is similar to what it's like when I'm trying to fiddle with, like, a connector on electronics. Like, put it in and then, like, kind of squeeze the sides and pull it out. But in this case, like, you have sharp teeth in your arm and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah go you're dunking forward. a toddler. <laughs> you're seeing who water. can hold their breath longer, a python put, or a toddler. Put That's some right. butter on there, see if you can get the teeth <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like getting one of those old Nintendo cartridges yeah, to work. It's like, right. just do anything. That's right. Blowing yep. its ass. Wedge a book. <laughs> blow. Yeah, pull yeah. it out, blowing it. Yeah. That's, that's I like smart. that story, Pat. Nice. Oh, we got to go back to the hippo story. We oh, should yeah. go back to ah. the hippo story. All right, yeah. so let me... So Nick set it up, right? He's come to Zimbabwe. He's never been to Africa before. We're on safari, seeing amazing things. We got stretched there. Survived night World-class one. bushman. Uh-huh. <laughs> survived night one. And Nick, Nick says... Nick's, Nick's obsessed. He just wants to catch snakes, right? There's the world's greatest megafauna is right in front of us, and he wants to flip over logs and, and look, <laughs> right. for, look for cobras. Yep. And I'm like, all right, let's go for a hike, right? Let's go for a walk. Now, Manapool's the place he described, one of the last places in the world where you can truly go on, like, a walking safari. And it's very dangerous, and no one should do there's this. No but fences, no paved roads. Wow. Nothing. No fences, no paved roads. You just take you just take a rifle, sling it over your shoulder, and just it, go for a walk. It's back to that whole, like, who can do the most dangerous thing competition that you no, guys always we, have. I mean, Forrest, Forrest, home court. Forrest is like, <laughs> yeah. no. Nick's like, yeah, exactly yeah, Home that. court <laughs> advantage over here. You know, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going for it. <laughs> anyway, so Nick and I... And by the way, one thing we should point out, and it's been insinuated but not directly nailed on the on the nose here, Nick and I compete ferociously in everything. <laughs> I mean, okay. do we? Fighting. I haven't. Oh, no, never. Forrest just tries to keep <laughs> He's up, like at a one, I'm you're running. at like a ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, ferocious competition. Like, we would yeah, fight. We would. St- you name a sport. Tennis. I'd try and beat him in yeah. a race car, which was a waste Make of time. Game. You, know, <laughs> yep. you, na- you name it, we would compete in it. Throw the rock, you name it. So, anyway, we're in Africa, and naturally, the competition kicks in, right? I see, I, we're like walking up this trail, and all of a sudden, Nick's like five feet ahead of me. I'm like, fuck that. He's not getting ahead of me, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. that's, that's ridiculous. So now I'm getting two feet ahead of him. You know, I'm going to flip that log before he does. Anyway, Nick, why don't you take it from there as a guy who'd never seen a hippo before this? Yeah, so we're with Stretch, who's literally, they call him that because he grew so fast, looked like he stretched one day. He's like six seven, six eight, just He's a, six, eight. Uh, He's a man huge. of a man. Yeah, huge. And even that morning before we left for this hike, he told us that he went to check in, kick some honey badgers out of the kitchen in the middle of the night, which I guess is a thing. Yeah, uh, sure. And he walked out sure. the door, <laughs> and he said he looked down to his right, and he said four feet away from him was a leopard crouched down. That's wow. right. I remember it, that. He said it was oh, the shit. closest he's thought he's been to being killed in a long time. That's right. It was just I remember sitting him saying right that. outside the door Whoa. like a cat, right? Yeah. Pounced, ready to pounce on the next honey badger. At, at and the he camp. was the next one yeah. coming out. Right. right. And he said they just stared at each other, and it just turned away and went away. And so that was how the morning started, right? That's 6.30 a.m. I'm like, all right, still in Africa. Here we go. So, yeah, we're on this drive. Still alive. And what, still alive. What a normal group of people would do on a hike with a guy like that is you would tuck tail behind stretch and just be like, oh, sir, you lead the way and don't let us do anything stupid. 
Forrest and I basically keep going further and further <laughs> out from where you're supposed to walk. Flipping logs, looking for stuff, cobras, whatever. Then there's this little drop-off, and we kind of both kind of crested at the same time. We look down, and probably 15, 20 feet, so close than you want to be, but kind of down from you, so not immediate threat, is big hippo, big bull hippo. And things go, and it just tries to drop down, but it's in this drying up river, and it can't get underwater. And so hippos, like, that's their, like, security blanket, is they can just go underwater and they feel good. We've talked about this on the show. Yeah, of course, I mentioned it. Gets bad. It's funny that this is when you learned it. Yeah. In this moment. Yeah, live. Yeah. He learned this right then and there. Yeah, yeah live. Like record. <laughs> Real time. So we start backing up, right? We don't know what's going to happen. Real slowly. I know you don't want to run, and there's probably something else over there that will kill you if you run. And so we're backing up towards stretch. We're still probably 50 <laughs> feet away from him. We're getting back, getting back. Nothing's happening, so we think we're fine. And then we see this hippo head come over the crest where we just were, and we're like, fuck. And it just starts walking. But it's not walking towards oh, us. It's no. walking literally exactly like that. Like, that could have been our pick. It's walking parallel like that, mm-hmm. kind of to the to our right. Literally, that picture is that. Just, they are some mean-looking motherfuckers, too. Oh Dude, just God. wait. The story gets gnarly. Yeah, and the story gets they, gnarly. They can literally, I'm sure you guys all know, especially if you're animal fans, but they can move like a horse on the land. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it's just like they kill more people in Africa than lions and crocodiles combined. Right. They go 30 miles an hour. You're not running. You're, you, the fastest human in the world runs, what, 22 or something? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I run one yeah. mile an hour. <laughs> yeah. As it's unfolding, I know how bad this is. But I'm like, ah, I've got forest. i got stretch. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Backing up. Backing <laughs> up. Things walking away, walking away. I'm like, okay, I think we're going to be okay. It basically is just as it's going to walk away. It just stops. And I'm like, okay, that's probably not good. Turns. Opens its mouth basically 180 degrees and comes at us at 30 miles an hour. Oh boy! And oh like, my god! I know the one rule in Africa. And Stretch speed. even told us this multiple no times. Just don't run, don't run, right? Because that you run from a lion, it's gonna like kick in a prey like reflex. So I'm trying to still back yeah. up, but running backwards. And I look back and I yeah. just see Stretch, and he goes, "Run!" <laughs> one word. <laughs> run. Oh I, like, no! I felt that. What a bad feeling that around, and I'm running. It's terrifying. I don't know where Forrest is. Forrest's wife was there. Forrest <laughs> left his wife to die. I left Forrest to die. We're both running. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, not true. I pushed her. I pushed her behind a termite mound. Uh, there was a termite mound. I remember the termite mound. Probably like pushed her down and like went over. But so everyone was looking out for themselves. And yeah, then but it looked your <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I see Stretch. He fired off a shot, and I'm still running. So I don't know if the hippo died or not. I don't know what's happening. I'm still running. I think I found a tree or something. And I look back, and I see Stretch, rifle to the shoulder, still lined up. Hippo's still coming at him and basically turned. I mean, I want to say it was like five feet away. It was like as close as close can be. Just turned the last minute, and Stretch just stood there like a badass. And you didn't get a picture? <laughs> I should have. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so I asked Stretch afterwards, I was like, well, what happened? And he was like, well, you guys are idiots. Yep. And then he said that, he's like, I almost died this morning because of a leopard. And he was like, that was a real situation. This wasn't a mock charge. Like, he goes, I fire one warning shot over the animal. And he goes, my next shot, I'm going to shoot it through the mouth and the brain. I'm going to drop it. And he's like, I was like half a second from doing that. Um, so that is as close as you yep. come to being killed by a hippo without being killed by a hippo. 
then Good was even Lord. funnier. I legit have is, like chills a little I bit. I told you guys, I've had a lot of bad instances with hippos. <laughs> it, They're fucking scary. Yeah. Been wild times. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there, you know, we're in Monopools for another week or so, and there's 10 more stories like that. You know, we yep. canoe on Zambezi River, like, you know, not quite full near death, but like partial near death. <laughs> then we go to this other place, which is this uh, lake, I forget what it was, Kraba or something. And anyways, Kariba. it's this fishing village, Kariba. Kariba. So we're in this little hut, and Forrest and yep. I, naturally, we're going out to catch uh, Nile Crocs at night. So we have our headlamps, we've got some rope, we've got snake hooks, you know, cameras, all the things you need. <laughs> we're going out, and we'd see a, a Nile, and we'd be like, okay, that one will eat us, let's keep going. We'd go another 10, 15 feet, we'd see one that's like 6 feet, <laughs> and we're like, eh, no. <laughs> then we go another, you know, 20 feet, and we find like a 3-footer. <laughs> Uh, we snare them, we get them, we catch them, which is badass because I've never caught a Nile croc before. And anyways, we're doing that for like three hours because we're catching chameleons and I think we caught, yep. you know, all night. And we just got further and further and further away from our hut. So then we're like, okay, it's like two in the morning. Like we're driving the next morning. Let's go back to our hut. We turn around, put on the spotlight. What do we see? Fucking 20 hippos just out. Like oh a, my God. Like they brought game. friends. No, it's all hippos. They, yeah, they all come all out. Hippos. No, I mean the, the hippo that you, that front. almost killed you brought <laughs> friends. Sideways. I mean, there were. Oh I God could see at least all twenty around. hippos between us and yeah. where we needed to go. Yep. And so I'm like, God damn it! Like, yep. All the things. So then, we do you spend, still love like, in Africa at this point? <laughs> love Africa, still number one. So then, we <laughs> like deal. a walk that should have taken us fifteen minutes max, right? Just to walk back to our hut, we took like another two hours, me and Forrest, to just make sure we didn't die, yep. right? So <laughs> it was like a, like an action movie, right? <laughs> like we'd get behind one hut and we'd like hide. We wait for one to pass. We'd walk out. We get to the next hut, like a game, like a video game. So anyways, we get back to the hut and we're like, ah, yeah, we're badass, cool, Crocs and Dodge the hippos. We wake up the next morning, we're talking to one of the guys that was there, and he's like, oh, you see all those hippos out last night? Like, yeah, they're, they're friends of the farm. They come up every night. Like, you could basically slap them in the ass and nothing would happen. Like, you just walk past them. We're like, huh? They're like, yeah, they're like puppy dogs. These ones, I see humans every day. A little day. bit after, like, the, after, your, uh, <laughs> after you just had, like, the most terrifying encounter yep, yep. ever with a hippo. Mm, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Forrest, can you beatbox us a jingle? Oh, yeah, I got you. You ready? It's all coming from here. <laughs> Battle Royale! Whoa! Here we go. Have fun editing the audio on that, Retep. Oh, I will. (laughs) All day, all night. Nick, this is a game we play called the Battle Royale. Uh, I mean, I've gotten over 10,000 DMs this week saying that there's (laughs) people that just love it. It's crazy. So here's the You've situation. You've never won one, surprisingly. I've won. <laughs> I've, I've, I've won almost all of them. I've uh, actually never won one. That's true. <laughs> so what we do here is I give you a scenario. I give out a scenario. And then we do a snake draft. You go one at a time. The people on the ends get two picks in a row. Yep. What we're going to do is draft the head of an animal, the body of an animal, and the legs of an animal. They must be extant, not cryptids. Yep. I think this is a fantastic category. All right. It's really hard. Lay it on us. What's the hypo? Me, you, Ratep, and Nick all have to take a flight to okay. get to a location in which we will have a fight till death. Perfect. Okay. okay. Yes. Fight till death. This is a tradition. You can bring with you this creature that you create. Yep. But here's the thing. 
you have to smuggle it in in your carry-on bag. Oh, wow. Oh, this is good. So you can't take... This is good. You can't take the body of a bull elephant. No. no you can't elephants. take the legs of a giraffe. A giraffe. Um, no, yeah, no. It's, it's where you're smuggling it in your carry-on luggage. And then it's going to help you fight till death against gotcha. everyone else. Wow. Yeah. Man. So legs, mm. body... Head, legs, body, yes, head. The, yes. Yeah. No, it's great. And it's got to fit in a carry-on. And it's got to fit in a carry-on suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. I see now, Nick's fingers on his keyboard as he frantically types in small animals. <laughs> does the animal uh, have to be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's up to you. Okay. I like this, Patrick. You want to start? Or you want me to start? Oh, I'd love to start. Please. You got your little notes. You're gonna jot them down. I'm working on it as we go. Oh yeah. boy. Okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and win right now. Oh wow. I'm gonna go for the head. Yep. I'm going to take the head of a Tasmanian devil. Wow. Okay. I uh, like that. Small, it, compact, ferocious. It's, it's a small enough head. It's yep. utterly ferocious. It can, it's got a strong enough bite force to chew through bone. It's true. It's going to be biting your fingers off left and right. It's going to devour your animals. Head of a Tasmanian devil. Uh, Forrest, you go second. All right. Look, I, I'll be honest. I think Patrick came out of the gate real strong. Tasmanian devil. Oh, yeah. I was going to go for something similar, although albeit less menacing. So I'm going to take this off the table early. I'm going to go for the head of an inland taipan. Oh, very, shit. Very deadly, very dangerous. It's got the venom aspect. Nobody else can pick snakes. I'm going with something very aggressive inland taipan head. Okay. All right, Peter, you're up for one. It's a black mamba snake. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not a herpestologist. Yeah, um, <laughs> I will be picking a wolverine. It will destroy uh, what part oh, which of it? body part? The head, the head. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, the head. Ferocious fucking head. Just the the thing is wild. If it was just the head, yeah. the head's a good size. It's a, a good size head, so he's gonna need a very small so body and tiny legs. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking this about just get going yeah. with the head, and that's it. <laughs> just, just a head, just a flap. You just head. roll it at us like yeah. a bowling ball. Get it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. So Nick, you're now up for two since you're on the end. So yep. you can pick one head. A body or legs, you get two of them. Any well, order you, know. you like, I, pick two, create your animal. And I get cock you cannot pick. by, I can't pick snake or uh No, no, no. It's got to be a species and a part of it. No, I mean, yeah, you, snakes. I mean, you could pick a different snake, but you're going to lose because yeah. I got the inland type. All right, head. okay. Well, let's see here. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the head of a hawksbill sea turtle. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. That's, that's Almost nice. lost Good my pick. nipple to one next Why? to the forest. Of course. Um, real sharp. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Right, I forgot about um, that. Yeah, I was holding yeah. one under my arm like this. I just caught uh, snorkeling, and I was gonna just kind of adjust my mask for a picture <laughs> or something. And if you put a the shell right here, about this. you put the head right here, and this thing doesn't want anything to do with you, and it just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I let out a scream like a little girl, and was that's a 50, good 50, pick. Not sure that I was gonna have a nipple when I got the thing off. That's a good pick. Okay. It's, it's not a pick you'd consider, but it's a menacing head. Very sharp. Yeah, beak. and it's just, yeah. you know, you put that on scales. a deadly body, like, yep. get out of yeah. here. And that'll fit you're not your taking head. that guy's legs no. unless you're yeah. going to fight in a pool. But Yeah, true. True. All right, all right so we all got, went ahead. So you're, you've got a second pick before we run it back, Nick. Well, you're gonna, who are you going to go for, body or legs? What's your second pick? Keeping in mind, got to um, fit in your carry-on luggage. Okay, so I'm going to do the legs of a, a basilisk lizard. Um, they call him the Jesus Christ lizard. 
Because if I see wow. some sort of like Wolverine Taipan thing get out of the suitcase and like I really need to go, that thing's fucking booking it out. Of there. <laughs> yeah, a river. That's I can smart. just run straight across the river. It's the only thing that bank. can run on water. <laughs> I'm I'm gone. Because <laughs> well, they can run across water, right? They can run across there. water. There you've seen yeah. in the pic right there. They can r- run across water. Uh, they're incredibly fast. Jump up on their hind legs like that. So his yep. his body pick. This could be huge because his body pick. It looks. You know that it can go to back legs. It can move real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be huge. Okay. It looks like it skips leg day at the gym, but it's good. Okay, yeah, so for fucks. my my body, um, it's gonna know. have to be such a small body to fit in the carry on well, with the, the big head that he picked. Oh, carry on. Yeah, I mean he's gonna need the body of uh, essentially an, an ant. ant. Yeah. Yeah. No, not an ant. Uh, something Listen. really small. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, my my body. It needs to be able to fly, so it will have the body Ooh. of a, well, what's a good bird? An owl. It'll you have the know, body of an owl. You know two birds, and pigeon is one of them. <laughs> no, he's got an eagle and owl. Yeah, yeah. Got an owl. The body of an owl. Uh, any specific owl? The Na- name a species of owl. Snowy owl. Snowy owl. That's Very close. Hard. Snowy-eyed owl. Yeah, snowy-eyed owl. Okay, that's the American barn owl. A barn owl. That's good. Thank that's you. Good. Yeah, Ooh. barn owl. You did it. Ooh. You got there. Ooh, all, all right. So right. you've Ooh. got the. All right. Very nice. The head of a wolverine. <laughs> the, the body of an, of an owl. owl. It's gonna have a hard time flying without a doubt. But no, it's burly. It's gonna have body. such a hard time By fitting way, in that carry-on. In the guys, carry-on. I mean, we're, we're oh, looking. Man. You guys want to see what I was googling? How big is the carry-on? Small burly animals. Until I had a switch. Small burly animals. <laughs> You're gonna end up on like a gay side. <laughs> so, okay. So Ratep's got a huge carry-on. I, oh, I guess he you, paid extra. Yeah. This, is a, anyway. this would fit in the carry-on that I bring on to Spirit Airlines. So. Copy that. That's Copy that's that. fair. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's fair. Okay. Um, okay. All right. I'm up. Body you pick. You know, I'm going. I'm going hard venom. That's what I'm gonna do. So mm. I've already got the head of an inland taipan. Why not give myself another venomous advantage with the body of a duckbill platypus? For those that don't know, yeah. How have, does the body have venom? So platypus have venomous back claws. Um, okay. It's the, one of the yeah, only. So I, I think, think if you're no mammal, feet, you're out. Venom I think that's in an the air, and you're locked in. But that's not on the body. So I think all you picked was a nice oh. supple beaver-like mid midsection. That's right. Um, Just a supple beaver. Yeah, you know he's legs, kind of right. I wow. Think he's made a fatal legs. error. Wow, and it's taken up. <laughs> You really fucked did, my Wait, did you mean to say legs? Going right through that. No, no, he didn't. He's not allowed to switch. I, I didn't. Yeah, I went <laughs> with body. At I, least he was honest I about really it. I really backed myself into a corner there. See, well, this so, is the kind of reason I haven't had Nick on the show. Yeah. You guys wouldn't have caught that. You no, we would not. I'm too busy thinking of my own yeah, gun pick. See, that's fucked. That's fucked. Okay, no, so we like basically the, he just picked a big meat pillow for yeah. our animals to attack. <laughs> yes! It looks like a, a middle-aged dad bod. Yeah. Well, so now you've got to wait for my two brilliant. Picks. Oof, yeah, what do you got going bad. on there? Yikes. Okay. Yeah. I gotta really come back from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 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 Okay. Go ahead. Go all ahead. Right, all right. All right. I think all I know right. what I'm gonna do here. I think I know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> now I'm worried about it fitting. All right. So I've got this ferocious, ferocious head. Okay. I'm going to pair with that the very, very hard shell. Mine? No, the, uh, I'm gonna pick a turtle body. Mm. Okay. Yep. Uh, no, no specific I mean, kind it's, of turtle, it's, but it's one really that's about. Like I'm gonna pick like a smallish. No, no, it's gonna have a. It's gonna it's, be so hard. Like a little box it's turtle. Not it's gonna get so hard for you, Nick. 
got to squeeze that into your carry-on. That's going to be The rough. body's going to be about this no, big. No, it's small tar. It's way easier than the owl wolverine Owl's creature. very squishy, dude. I mean, you can <laughs> squishy. So picture me this, fellas. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, you've got this Tasmanian devil bone-crushing head. And then you've got a body about this big of a, uh, a turtle with a very hard shell. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it the mobility, yalls, and opposable thumbs of a spider monkey. Wow. It's going to be running, jumping, climbing, oh, grabbing. Boy. I hope this thing doesn't get out in the plane, man. No, if this gets out in the nah. plane, everybody's dead. No, dude, yeah. I got a Jansport. It's not getting yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Jansport. Um, it's going to be dope. Guys, okay. how are you okay. going to compete with me now that you've okay. got a flesh pillow I've and, got a uh, pillow for, uh, <laughs> and a yeah. tiny uh, head that's this big? That's brutal. Okay, well, I'm up for my last pick. I really fucked myself over there unintentionally. So, all right, I've got, yeah, I've got a marshmallow for a body. I've got a, <laughs> a dope inland taipan on a head. You know, at this point, I'm just, I'm picking up side points. So I'm yeah. going to go for the appendages of an eye eye. You know, maybe Ooh. maybe I can just creep you out enough with the eye eye hands that you just don't want to touch <laughs> me. I mean, this is an fight. ugly critter. This is a made. mess. Yeah. Out don't of the box. With a little finger, you know. <laughs> One yeah. long finger. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't hurt my good yeah. hand. By the way, his animal is just going to come up to you and go, excuse me. Yeah. It's it's very disjointed because it's like you're trying it's to atrocious. be cute, draw something up, but freak them out and then poison them. No, it's atrocious. It's atrocious. I would oh, yeah. love to see if yeah. any of the Brosners. I don't. I don't like to ask for stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, but if any of you would be willing uh, to draw this animal that Forrest oh. has created, I would mm-hmm. really love to see. It's a mess. This, one. this might be the worst yeah. one of all time. You, you guys screwed me over. Nick really just called me out on my yeah, bullshit with the, with the body. That, that <laughs> yeah. really threw me for a loop. These all right, Peter, you got These one more are pick. So ugly that so the ugly. local villagers think they're the devil and kill them. Oh yeah, that's, that's why they don't there. have a big population. That's yep. oh that's, yeah, that's the hand. They created they created <laughs> yeah, the it. hand from the movie The Gremlins <laughs> on the Gremlins from right. that hand. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. I'm gonna be right, honest. Here, okay. I might get my little basilisk legs and get out of there if I saw those hands. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. I might I might got one guy beat. Maybe you had to run away. Yeah, just a runaway move. My yeah. my my flying Wolverine. <laughs> Head will not be running away. Okay, Especially Wolverine head, owl. What do you got for it's legs? Very lopsided. When it has the feet, and or mostly the feet. So not the full legs, but just the feet of a cassowary. Oh wow, this mm. is not it's, fitting. It's in not really fitting into any, any known Bro, carrier. Bro, the cassowary foot's like this big itself. Bro, so you got two of these. Say just yeah. the foot. Just the foot, though. Singular. A single foot. Single foot. Well, one sure. Foot. One foot is fine. <laughs> yeah, so you got. <laughs> He's going with one foot. He's just hopping around. Listen, I, I contest <laughs> that that two cassowary feet, a barn owl, and a wolverine head could fit into the carry-on that I have at okay, home. Okay, look. Yeah. I mean, okay. You pack them like gym shoes. You kind of like yeah. flip them opposite. If it could <laughs> fold on top of its feet, yeah. maybe and he maybe. could slot it into a carry-on. Yeah. This is his call. I mean, it's atrocious. It's almost as ugly as my critter. I hope somebody <laughs> mocks these up. Brosner, somebody mock this up, please. I mock mean, this up. is a hell of a battle. Go to build This really is maybe Listen, the best one we've ever done. Brosner, yeah. yeah. go to Build-A-Bear and see if they can create this for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick, how are you going to round out your very uh, run-forward animal? You, you've so far designed an animal that's good at escaping. 
with a, with a, with a <laughs> relatively scary head. What was his head? Hawksbill yeah. Sea Turtle. Oh, sea yeah. Turtle head. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, you how got, you gonna Nick? round it what, up? What kind of body are you putting this critter on? All right, I'm I'm reaching deep into my animal nerd bank, mostly just to impress Forrest. Um, it's an animal that I've actually captured in the wild as well. I'm going to choose the body of. He had, notice how he had to put that in. Yeah, uh, yeah. We certainly noticed yeah. that. <laughs> Tenrek. It's it lives in Madagascar. Only found in Madagascar. Objectively cute, but also covered in deadly spines. Oh, that's a good uh, one. Smart. We caught one when yeah. we were, we caught a bunch when we were in Madagascar. Or was that after you left? That might have been after you left. Oh, am I, yeah, it might have been up Mushwala. in Mashwala. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was gone. And now, yeah, and now I adorable. cannot handle them. And they're, they're ridiculous they're looking. On the hands. And now yeah. I like yeah. that Forrest has completed the circle and one-upped Nick. Um, right, capturing many. Yeah, do you notice this? Oh, you yeah. They do one. have a yeah, subtle... <laughs> Yeah. Nick's like, I caught one once, and Taurus couldn't quickly yeah. enough get we in. He's like, 50. remember we caught, like, <laughs> I mean, what do we get, like, 60, 70? <laughs> yeah. I think I found a new species of Tenrec one time. Yeah, he's like, he's like, we described a couple new ones. Um, we, I, be, I became part of their village. It was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. I mean, it's whatever. Uh, we made I'm a just saying we've done it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, this is great. This is a, fa- what a fabulous battle royale this is. So, this is one yeah. of the best ones in a long time. Time. Let's recap. Brosners, please, somebody mock these up. They're incredible. And then Forrest will get a tattoo of his on him. Oh, yeah, full <laughs> chest. Um, coming to coming to fight on an island in your carry-on. We've got Patrick with the head of a Tasmanian devil, the body of a nice box turtle, and the agility and limbs of a spider wow. monkey. I mean, Jesus, that's terrifying. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming in a little less hot with uh, the head of an inland typhon. Started good. The pillow-like furry body of a platypus and the grotesque <laughs> hands of an eye eye. Um, Peter's atrocity is huh? some oversized combination of a wolverine's head, a barn owl's flying body, the flying is a nice advantage, and the foot singular, perhaps, maybe feet, <laughs> of a cassowary. <laughs> Just notice, he was looking at his camera and showing the size right, to clearly demonstrate. It's too big and making it smaller. Yeah, <laughs> he I could know. fit yeah, it right. into his fucking head, thing. And, body. And, and Nick's also, <laughs> a good, also a good critter. I mean, it's definitely hard on the defense. You got a Hawksville turtle <laughs> head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to take a nipple off. It's probably not going to kill you, but you might lose a toe. Sure. Um, the body of a Tenrec, real spiky. So if you want to handle this adorable critter. How big is a Tenrec, real quick? Uh, it's tiny. It's like this. Oh, so it's, it's, like not, it's not going to oh, be able to move with that head. No, it's a mess. <laughs> it's, 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 a it's not moving anywhere. But, but he might be moving on the legs of a basilisk. Yeah. Yeah, let's not get right. him lift him up, actually. Yeah, so... It's it's yeah it's quite a br tonight. Well, and let's let's not forget that the object of the br is not just to get them smuggled in. It's who would win in the fight when Correct. you when you get out of the plane. Yeah. It's a four way into the country. Yeah, yeah. There's we'll let the Brosners decide. Nick, it was your first battle royale. Don't sweat the fact that you bombed it so bad. It's <laughs> it's, it's not. I think I beat Forrest. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, true. exactly. Everyone well, did. you yeah. definitely came in second. Yeah, I beat that marshmallow with a little head. <laughs> right. I can't reach and and on. Peter shows up with no animal because they wouldn't let him carry it on. Yeah. It's bullshit. Um, so it's between Fifth me and Nick. Fine. Please vote. Uh, <laughs> Peter, do the thing. Where can they find well, us? Well, also, real quick, oh, yeah. good call by you having Nick on. Uh, obviously, it would have been great if he could be here in the studio, but tons of interesting stories. Lots of fun. If you liked Nick, let us know. We'll have him back when he's in town. If you hated him, let him know directly. Yeah. What's your Instagram? Email. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cell phone, 555. Five, five. Yeah. <laughs> Give it out. 
Peter, what should everyone do? Yeah, so uh, go to the wildtimespodcast.com forward slash info if you just want a nice, succinct list of all the links where you can find the podcast, the merch, the Patreon, and uh, as you know, we love you. Five stars, leave us a review. Thank you for all the shit, and good night. Good night. Doing the same dance you did. Oh, did the, the box exact dance? same yeah, dance we, that you did. Where there's you a lot of so Oh, it's a Santa Barbara.